0: Hello, everyone and welcome back to the Shea Station podcast. It's episode, I have no idea. Uh, it's 1030 at night on a Thursday and the Mets have just signed Brandon Nimmo to an eight year deal and David Robertson to a one year deal. They continue to make a flurry of off-season signings. They've addressed the problem in center field. Brandon Nimmo is likely a Met for life. I'm one year co-host Jack A.K. Jolly. Joining me is Brandon Nimmo's former teammate, Jerry Blevins. Jerry, how are you feeling right now?
1: I'm good, man. This is way past my bedtime. Uh, I was actually out uh, watching Thursday Night Football with a dear friend of mine who had some time off. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna have to record. <laughs> so I texted you when the news broke because I knew you were busy. And here we are, man, 1044 at night. Uh, we're not even at the winter meetings or we weren't. We didn't have to burn the the midnight oil. Feels oh, like we were. we're getting things done here, Jolly. We, we can do it.
0: I mean, I was at the warehouse hanging out with Audio Jack, a couple of John Boy Media guys playing Blitzball, hanging out. I got a text from you, and I dart home, and here we are. I barely had a chance to look at pretty much anything.
1: Uh, describe the text that I sent you.
0: <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's NIMO, all capitals, three exclamation points, record in the morning, which is obviously not happening.
1: Nimmo coming back. This is a, a genuine mutual win for everybody eight years 162 million he's 30 he'll be 38 at the end of the contract uh it's a lot of money but it's not astronomical i i believe that he left quite a bit on the table uh i bet he got offered probably close to if not a little bit over 200 somewhere Yeah, Um, But I feel like this is the best fit for him, for Chelsea, his wife, for his family, for the Mets too. He really wanted to be. He was earnest about how he was feeling about returning at the end of the season, but he also did his due diligence, man. He put himself out there. He did, you know, not on the level of what Aaron Judge did with the Yankees, but he went out there and wanted to make sure that he wasn't being silly and frivolous about about where he went and he returned home it's a it's a huge win for the organization to me he is the captain of the team now he is the face of the franchise he is the man out front he's been there the longest as much as I know you want to give Pete Alonso that captain (laughs) to me it's Brandon Nimmo and it's and it's Nimmo for many reasons a lot of them are off the field stuff in the clubhouse um in the in the players association groups um in front of the media I just feel like his presence it's just so it's such a big signing there's not one Mets fan that's upset there might be like man this might get a little dicey at the end of it but they're all happy because he is the joyful player to watch to be around anybody that's had the the luck of running into him it's genuine um nancy and mj huge mets fans 7 7 uh 7 line army great people they'll tell you they'll tell you that he is uh one of a kind genuine gem of a person he is a great human being uh, truly uh so it's everybody's happy it's a win-win for everybody involved they didn't go Too far beyond. He got to return to a place he's happy and he makes this team so much better.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, you summed it up so well. I mean, $20 million a year for Brandon Nemo is something I would sign up for in a heartbeat. I didn't think that that was even feasible. And I think you're totally right. I think Brandon Nimmo did leave some big offers on the table. The Giants had a lot of money to spend now that it wasn't being spent on Aaron Judge. The Padres apparently have $400 million in the bank, and some of it left over from that Bogart deal. <laughs> there are a lot of teams that could have used a center fielder like Brandon Nimmo. But the thing is, Brandon Nimmo wanted to be here. And I think Steve Cohen made it clear that Nimmo was a priority to this team. And we finally get the long-awaited answer of who's coming back in the big three of the Mets free agents And it's Brandon Nimmo and Edwin Diaz. And honestly, I think that leaves the team in the best state possible because you went out and you got Justin Verlander to fill that DeGrom void. Now there's really arguably no hole on this team. This team looks like it's ready to contend. You can still add more, and I'm sure that they will. It's a payroll pushing for over $400 now, and it doesn't look like they're stopping. But Nemo, I think some people will get scared off by the years. And I get it because it's an eight-year deal and those can be scary. And Nemo's going to turn 30 years old next year. But he put in the work, man. He just looked like a completely different ball player last year. Such improved defense. The pop is really, you know, showing out in the slugging numbers now. Um, He's just a perfect leadoff hitter. He works him for 10 pitches every at-bat. He's a joy to watch. And I really don't think any other fan base would have truly appreciated the sprinting to first base and the constant smiling that Brandon Nimmo brings to the table as much as us because we've had it for so long. And by the end of the contract, if Nimmo, you know, plays out the whole contract, he'll be a 15 year met, which is a very, very cool
1: thing. Wow. Yeah, Uh, it's, it's such a huge win. Uh I think he would have endeared himself to any fan base to be honest. I think especially it's going to be a long term. It might have been like what is this a show if it was a one year thing. Um but he's I mean he's one of a kind man. Uh I'm very happy to to cover him. Uh very happy for a Mets fan and for for I'm I'm this team is solid. Like you said there's no more holes. They can still add and get deeper they can add another starter in to to blow this out of the water. I don't know how likely it is now, um but they've got a complete team and it's December.
0: Yeah. I mean, I we might be bored for the next couple of months, I'm not going to lie. Well, I, we I, put
1: I, in work now. Give me give me a give me a breath. Let me Yeah, I,
0: seriously, guys. Let me fucking breathe. I'm very
1: happy. I, I'm very very happy.
0: And the thing that's, that's standing out to me, I like Steve Cohen has spent so much money in, you know, three years just owning this team. And we've seen so many different contracts, but I, it's becoming abundantly clear with the domino effect of these signings that it really seems like this guy is going to stop at nothing until this team wins a world series. Like I really, it's just, it's astonishing. I I can't believe it every day.
1: I've seen it. You know, in the first iteration of Scherzer and Verlander and what uh, Illich did as an owner with the Detroit Tigers yeah, uh, and Dombrowski, I saw what they did. It was a little bit chaotic and there was a downturn. This feels more sustainable to me. This feels more calculated. This feels more they would have given DeGrom eight years to make yeah. him happy to make sure he returns. Seems like there's a little bit more of methodology in there. But I think you're right. I think he won't be happy. I think he'll never be satisfied. He'll, he wants to win a World Series, but what he wants is a sustainable winning model. And I feel yeah. like they're on the way. Um, a lot will be dependent upon things that we don't know, that, that the development of the young guys, but that's, that's beyond where we are now. What we see on the major league field, is a willingness to put quality players, pay them what they're worth and and put them in a position to succeed with Buckshell Walter at the helm. Like it's very exciting.
0: Yeah, and so now you mentioned the lineup before, but it's going to be kind of running back this lineup from last year and hoping that either one, the Mets add some pop outside of that or two, some of these rookies perform and Francisco Alvarez, Brett Dady. That remains to be seen, but I don't think that should be a point to complain because what looking at this lineup without Brandon Nimmo and some other center fielder out there is marginally worse than the 2022 Mets that we saw last year that were so good at stringing together long at-bats and passing the baton and all that. This was It was a necessity. This was a thing that needed to happen. There was really no viable center fielder behind Brandon Nimmo on the market.
1: And he also defined what the Mets were trying to do philosophically from the plate. He defined it. And it would have been a little bit strange to see them bring somebody else and they just didn't quite get it. What Eric Chavez and and those guys have done from a standpoint of putting the ball in play, and it's going to be even better now that they're without the shift. Like there's going to be better opportunities, more opportunities for guys that don't strike out to make this ball club a winning ball club. Like I'm very excited going forward to see what this team can do. Like it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's already fun. Uh, And once again, man, we've, we've got a complete team and I'm very excited to have Brandon Nemo. shout out to David Robertson, man. You are not a, a background piece by any means, but I'm, I'm sure even you understand that there's a legacy piece here. There's, there's a piece of of Mets fandom. This guy has a chance to make his way onto Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Not yeah. he's not gonna get there. I don't think he has the the numbers, but he can be a top ten player of all time with the in the Mets uniform. Longevity, collecting. Like I think he has a chance to be a truly spectacular ring of honor style player for the New York Mets.
0: I mean, not a lot of Mets have played are going to play 15 total seasons with the club. That's just an astronomical amount of games. Um, And, you know, a lot of these guys, they figure it out at age 30. They have a nice prime second half of their career. And Brennan Nimmo, this was the first time he played over 150 games. He looked like the best version of himself. He looked at the top of his game in every area. And it would be, it would have been such a shame to watch the best version of Brennan Nimmo and then see him walk out the door uh, it would have been heartbreaking, honestly. As tough of a pill to swallow as the Degrom departure was for me, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It would have been, it would have been, it would have been worse because I know for a fact how you know Degrom would have been happy to come back, but he he's going to be happy leaving. If Nemo had to sign elsewhere, it would have been because he had to sign elsewhere because he didn't get anything worthy from the team that he wanted to be with, and it would have left him jaded. But he's he did it, and we don't have to talk about it. It's great. Uh, I think Nimmo's style of at-bats will age well. Mm, I agree. Um, I think, obviously, his defense at some point will take a step back. Um, he has had some health concerns, so there are some issues there. But I think, I think at least for this short term, he's going to be fine for the next three, four years. That's the dream. When Marte comes off the book, Escobar comes off the book, maybe he slides over. They bring in a young guy or a young guy steps up in the organization, becomes a center fielder. He can go to left field and, you know, take a step back, stop stealing bases. We don't need you to do that. Don't even attempt anymore. Keep those hammies sweet. Maybe even slow down a step when you, when you take a walk, I'm okay with that, but (laughs) uh, I'm very happy to, to be covering him uh, as a friend, as a analyst, as a podcaster. Uh, I'm excited because I know, how exciting he is to watch as a baseball player.
0: Yeah. It felt like a little piece of the heart would have been gone. Oh, that, that would have right MO. It, would, it would have just sucked. There's no yeah, way to would have articulated other than it would have just, it would that have would have sucked. sucked.
1: That would have been, that would have been tough. You know, DeGrom's head is up and downs with the, with the fans, with the media, the injuries, the just, just he, he's, he was the greatest pitcher ever. And there was a lot of letdown with the fact that he just couldn't make it onto the mound, not his fault. Um, But there's things that come with that. Nemo, I don't think he's ever had a real down moment. Even when he wasn't performing at his best, the people will always cheer for that guy. And then for for good reason.
0: And uh, the one thing that I've always really loved and the kind of the the point where I knew I wanted him to come back uh, was that post-game interview, game he gave after the wild card loss where he stayed in uniform. He stood out for reporters for a long time and gave a long interview and answered every single question and was transparent about the entire thing about free agency. And I was like, this is a stand-up guy. Like he's really good with the media as well as being amazing on the field. And it just it it showed that he really, really cared about this team and like was heartbroken to see, you know, that for that first playoff birth since his rookie season end so quickly and it's clear that he's hungry for more and it it's it's making me really excited it's really cool so
1: uh, yeah all the last thing i want to say in closing again this is the this is the health of this organization the way they went after edwin diaz didn't lowball him didn't give him this bullshit offer that gave him the respect due i felt like the same thing happened with brandon nemo he was willing to tip his hand a little bit and talk earnestly and honestly about his want To come back genuine. I want to be a New York Met. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go see what's out there. And the fact that they didn't use that as complete leverage to say, guess what, you're going to get six years and we're going to give you this. And he didn't have to leave like Freddie Freeman did. Or, you know, they gave him a fair market as far as I'm concerned. We'll see. I'm sure that'll come out there like a team offered him 200. Um, but I feel it's very fair. It's, it's an extension of years. It's $20 million a year. Um, to me, it seems fair. Uh, and it's nice. It's a respect for an organization from an, from a player combined together, perfect harmony. I felt like I just sang the song of an opening sitcom. I don't know about, but it's a thing.
0: It was beautiful. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. What do you want to say about David Robertson? I'm yeah, for I, it. I like it. I think it's, yeah, go for it.
0: I mean, this was very clearly a guy that the Mets wanted to trade for at the deadline. Um, whatever the Phillies offered must have been better. I don't remember who the prospect was exactly. And Robertson, you know, still kicking. He's going to be age 38 next season. It'll be 38, for him, yeah. It's really cool. Um, he, cut, he was out of baseball basically for three years. Only had 19 games to show for it from 2019 to 2021. His first go-round go well with the Phillies. Not so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt. And he got it, hurt. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he got hurt. That. Yeah, and it, it affected him. But his his career is incredible. He's got a sub three ERA uh, in almost eight hundred innings, like seven hundred and thirty nine innings. Like the guy has been an absolute animal, um, and he looked great last year. We saw it when he, he he pitched very well for the Phillies. They stretched him out farther than he should have been stretched. They tried to him and Sir Anthony Dominguez pitched so much that uh, I didn't know if they were going to be able to pick their arms up coming into this year, kind of a worry at 38, but hell, if you're signing old guys, let's just sign all the old guys.
0: We love it, man. We love the old man team here. And I mean, I don't, I don't think it's too much of a risk at $10 million. I mean, the guy has proven uh, that he can rebound from injury and stuff like that. He threw 63 innings last year, which is a pretty decent sample size. That's basically his, his average played, on played his in, career. He
1: pitched in the Olympics. Like he, he did a lot of stuff.
0: And we kind of still kind of needed that eighth inning bridge if it's not going to be out of, you know, which isn't off the table, I don't think. It's not, it
1: could not, it could be Rayleigh, it could be Drew Smith. uh, It could that there, these guys can slide in and out of any particular spot. I I like it. And uh, there's always the fear factor of can he perform in New York? Well, clearly he can perform in New York. He performed in Philly, but he performed as a Yankee for so long. Uh, that's not that's not a a question. He, we know he can perform. It's not going to be too much for him. Just a really really good piece. It was a uh, somebody that we really pressed for to trade for. And you know whether you still are holding it against uh, Epler and his lack of moves um, at the trade deadline for not getting pieces. Um, there's still a lot of chatter on that. They're making moves now, so I don't know how you're feeling. Before, but you gotta at least see uh, being appreciative of of what they've done. This this hot stove this has been wild. Baseball has been so slow the last few years in the off seasons. This is nice. I, I like this.
0: It's nice having a normal off season
1: in the news cycle. Consistently, like it's a big deal to see it during football season. People don't just forget that baseball's off. It's a bright future for the team and all these young guys. Seeing all these deals, it's going to bring youth back to baseball. It's exciting,
0: yeah. And it's 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 nice having a normal offseason, no lockout, no pandemic, like normal winter meetings. And this is, I mean, maybe it's because we've been away from it for a while, but this is the best you know December of baseball that I can remember in a very long time. In terms, it
1: feels like forever. But this is again, I, I don't remember another we're feeling it firsthand with being with the Mets and thinking about the Mets. So we've seen an absolute slew of moves. Um, But this feels like a very active front of baseball. Like this is all we're going to get our guys. We're making offers. Letting the chips fall after that. This feels very good. After the last CBA before this was the year that the half of the, the aged, 33 and older all those guys had to go to the alt site because Mm -hmm. nobody wanted to give them a deal teams are realizing that veterans mean something again. having a guy so you have a mix between young guys hitting free agency and being at the top of their game and teams understanding that veteran guys that know how to succeed at the big league level are valuable for a team that's trying to win and so it's been this beautiful you know harmony of uh, just signings. And I love, I love seeing it for the health of the team. I want to make sure that the Mets fans come out and support this and let Steve know, Steve Cohen, that this is worth it. Not just because he wants to win, but because the fans that are with him are appreciative uh, that he's doing this. I'm just happy to be covering the Mets right now. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. It's that's the the key. It's really fun to just be covering this team at this time. If I was, you know, 23 years old, 10 years ago, would have been a very different team that I would be covering, very different outlook on everything. And I mean, last season we got the the Stephen Matz bait and switch, and then the spending spree after that. This year we get the Degrom departure and the angry spending after that, and who knows what it's going to be next year. But this, I mean, is this going to be annual? Is this just going to be every year that we get this flurry of signings? I'm I'm going to get spoiled, man. I don't. I it don't doesn't
1: wanna... feel. Again, it doesn't feel like they're doing ridiculous things.
0: No, it really doesn't.
1: They didn't give Xander Bogarts 11 years. They didn't give Trey Turner 11 years. All those guys are amazing. They gave Brandon Nimmo eight, which is a lot. But, like, again, they got short-term deal with Verlander one year from David Robertson. They traded, gave two years to Jose Quintana. They're giving, they're spending, but they're... it's they're spending not. smart. It's not a Pujols ten-year deal at you know at to at thirty-four to be forty-four when you're done. Yeah, exactly. it just feels smarter. Could be I could be ignorant about it, but it feels better. It feels like you're not you're not throwing the the franchise's future away to get these guys.
0: If you are a Mets fan and you're not on board with Brandon Nimmo for twenty million dollars a year, I don't know what to say to
1: you. There's going to be some, I mean, when you're, but like, to me, you know, to me, well, Chris Rose said something the other day uh, on, uh, on baseball today, it was like, you know, we'll, we'll cross that road when we get there. I feel like, uh, you know, after Nemo becomes under overpaid, I think we'll figure it out. We'll have made 10, 12, 15, 30 other moves by then probably more than that and we have we'll we'll figure it out when we get there they're not doing they're not punting all these decisions you know they might be affected by some of these but it's it feels like a responsible spender
0: and i think you're going to care a lot less if the mets bring home a trophy
1: I just came up with a, a terrible analogy that I don't even want to say. It's like a um, oh,
0: come on, no, tell us. Come on,
1: it's like a functional alcoholic where we're like <laughs> spending so much, but we can handle it. You know what I mean? Like we'll be fine.
0: I got it under control. I don't have
1: a problem. I have I a problem. This, you have a problem. I got this under control. Functional alcoholic. Okay. So I hope we're not there. I hope we're just like <laughs> we've got the formula down where we're like, all right, we can drink this, this. I kind of love that. I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right. Before I say anything crazy, we I need to go to bed.
0: Yeah, I think that's an app. Um, go nuts, Mets fans. And apparently we're not done yet either. Uh, we'll be back sometime next. Week. We'll we're we'll gonna take a break. Yeah, yeah. If Steve permits We'll see.
1: It. You'll miss me and you'll, if you'll Steve let me... lets
0: us. Yeah, seriously.
1: <laughs> you'll on. miss me.
0: I'll miss you for sure.
1: For Jolly, I'm Jerry and let's go, Mets. LGM, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.